Welcome to the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. We're so glad to have you join us today. Pastor Caleb is a graduate of the World Harvest Bible College, as well as Ohio Christian University. And his desire is to share the love of God with a lost and dying world. Prepare to be challenged and encouraged today through the study of God's Word. Now let's listen in to today's episode with our host, Caleb Schaefer. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. I'm so excited to be with you today, and I have to tell you that I had this entire podcast recorded, and it completely disappeared. It was gone. Um, so I know that this is going to be a good podcast uh, for you to listen to, um, and I'm re-recording it now, so uh, you'll have this podcast. I wanted to come to you today to talk to you about a subject that is prevalent in today's society, uh, it is one that absolutely um, is it is pervasive in every area of society today, from uh, teachers to uh, people in ministry to politics to entertainment. Um, all sorts of facets of society today are experiencing this very subject that I'm about to talk to you about. And I want to talk to you today about cancel culture. Cancel culture is something that is absolutely, absolutely, 100%, 1 million percent uh, invasive. It is something that is taking over. And what it, uh, I want to talk to you today about what the roots of it are, um, how, how it begins, and what cancel culture is trying to do. Um, so I want to first start off by saying, that I have seen so many people, um, so many people be canceled. Uh, and a lot of them are conservative voices. A lot of them are the voices that are saying, let's save the babies, let's end abortion. A lot of them are voices that are saying the LGBT agenda is wrong. A lot of them are voices that are calling sin, sin, and saying that we need to follow the word of God. And the voices that are trying on the other end to cancel are the voices that are in support of liberal agendas and liberal ideas um, they hate the Bible. They hate the truth. They've come up with their own idea of truth. And I've seen so many people get canceled. Um, it's going to be Monday when you hear this podcast. But as of uh, Friday, the week before, there was a situation where Sean Foyt, who is um, one of the great worship leaders of our time, has been going city to city all over the place, New York, L.A., uh, Chicago, uh, Nashville, everywhere, Miami, I believe, just all over the place um, and doing these worship nights out on the street, in the open air, out on corners of streets, just like going into these places and seeking God. And so um, as he was, uh, as he does this, he records a lot of these evenings a lot of these worship nights and releases them as an album and basically it's a fundraiser for him to be able to keep going and doing what he does and so Sean Foyt had um, created an album for release that was to be released on March 3rd this week and he submitted that to a company 
called TuneCore. Incidentally, it's the company that I use to release my albums online uh, on all the digital streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Amazon, all those places. So this one place, basically you upload your music to one place and then they send it out everywhere it needs to go. Um, It's like a a delivery service, basically. So this TuneCore company decided that they were going to ban his newest album from coming out. They were going to prevent it from coming out on March 3rd. And he went through a lot of, uh, a lot of lawyers, a lot of different procedures. Um, a lot of people who support him were calling out TuneCore online on these social media platforms And they were saying, what's going on? Um, And so before it was all said and done on Friday, it was all turned around and they're going to still release his album on March the 3rd. But they gave no explanation other than to say they were not going to release the album and that it was banned. And if he tried to re-upload it, they would not do it and they would uh, not refund his money, all that kind of stuff. But the core of it is there was nothing wrong with the album. The album is just worship. The album is worship music, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it other than it is conservative. The man is a conservative, and he is a Trump supporter. And um, so it, he they tried to cancel him, basically, is what happened. And this cancel culture has gone through every level of government. It has gone through every level of society. There are preachers getting canceled uh, because they support true biblical values. Um, just our very own president a couple months ago was removed from his social media accounts and not allowed to post on them anymore. How goofy are we as a society that we are a society built on free speech we're a society built on freedoms and we have cut out certain people because the far left does not agree with their stance on certain things so we are in this culture where you have to be careful what you say or We'll just cut you out. We'll cancel you. And that is the the epitome. That is the basis of cancel culture is that if you are saying something that the left disagrees with, you are going to get canceled. You're going to get canceled. And by canceling you, what they try to do is they just try to silence your voice. They try to keep you from speaking the truth. They try to keep you from speaking what you know and what you believe. And so the left is canceling people. Uh, another example of it is um, the focus on the family group has an undergroup uh, that posts news and posts articles and things like that. And our current uh, nominee for a very high health position in the United States government appointed by Joe Biden was the Pennsylvania Secretary of Health. And this person goes by Rachel Levine, Dr. Rachel Levine, but he was born Richard Levine. And um, Rachel Levine transitioned at a certain point in their life from a male to a female. Now, what Focus on the Family's group got in trouble for was saying 
that he was born a biological male and that he transitioned to a female. There is no lie there. There is no false information. It's not slander. It's not libel. It's none of that. It's not, nothing was made up. It's not a rumor. It is an absolute 100% fact. The doctors will tell you, you can go look at his birth certificate. It will tell you, uh, the, the doctors who gave him hormones and surgeries to transition will tell you Richard Levine will tell you that he was born a man and transitioned into a woman. And what uh, what Twitter did was they just banned the group and said that you can't say that you cannot tell the truth about who this man is. And regardless, okay, let's take out of the picture, regardless of whether you think it's right or wrong, regardless of your stance on the LGBTQ community, which your stance by all means should be what the Bible says, okay? It should be what the Bible says, but Twitter canceled the, the organization that told the truth about his biological sex. What in the world kind of, what society are we living in that we call ourselves free and say we have free speech, but we don't really, but we don't really. And conservative voices that are telling the truth are being canceled are being shut down so that the people do not have to hear the truth. And that is the crux of it all. That people who do not agree with the Bible don't want to hear anything about the Bible, don't want to be told that they're wrong. So they, they just shut everyone down who disagrees with them. And there's a story in the Bible. There are many stories in the Bible, starting clear back in the Old Testament uh, with Jezebel and with Ahab. And and Jezebel wanted the vineyard, and so she went. <laughs> she canceled someone basically. Uh, but the uh, John the Baptist is another example of this. Now, in Matthew 14, starting at verse three, I got to get down into my scripture. I've talked for ten minutes. Haven't even put a scripture out there, but I want to, uh, I want to share with you this, this passage because the Bible says right here in Matthew chapter 14, starting at verse three, for Herod had laid hold of John, bound him and put him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother, Philip's wife. For John said to him, it is not lawful for you to have her. So what happened here is, uh, Herodias was married to Philip who was Herod's, Herod's brother. But Herodias then married uh, Herod. And incidentally, this whole group was related. Um, they, <laughs> this Herodias was a niece of these, of these men. Um, and her daughter would have been another niece. And Herod eventually, uh, according to historical accounts, married his other niece. So these people were living in... Uh, sinful lifestyle. They were living in a sinful lifestyle. It was incestuous. They were not living according to the word of God. And what did John the Baptist do? The Bible says John came to him and said, it is not lawful for you to have her. John the Baptist was saying, listen, you are living outside of the will of God. The, the scriptures tell us that you have to live a certain way and you're not doing that. You're living opposite. And, uh, so they got mad. And when Herod would have put him to death, he feared the crowd because they counted him as a prophet. So Herod wanted to kill him as soon as he said that. 
but he did not want to stir up the people and did not want to get the people upset. And it says, but when Herod's birthday was celebrated, the daughter of Herodias danced before them and pleased Herod. Therefore, he promised with an oath to give her whatever she would ask. Being previously instructed by her mother, she said, give me John the Baptist's head on a platter. The king was sorry. Nevertheless, for the oath's sake and those who sat with him at supper, he commanded it to be given to her. He sent and beheaded John in the prison. His head was brought on a platter and given to the girl, and she brought it to her mother. His disciples came and took up the body and buried it. And they went and told Jesus. So uh, this young girl, this uh, Herodias's daughter, came in and danced for Herod for his birthday. Um, and it was a great celebration. Everybody was there. Everybody who was important was there. And Herodias had already given her daughter instructions. She said, when you go in there and if Herod asks you what you want as a reward for how you do and how you entertain everyone, when Herod asks you what you want, you tell him you want John the Baptist's head on a platter because of what he said to us about our relationship and because of what he said about my lifestyle. And um, isn't that cancel culture? Isn't that cancel culture just like today? Well, you said something that I don't agree with. You said something about the way that I'm living my life. You said that I'm living in sin and I don't want to have to deal with that. I don't want to have to feel like I am uh, living in a sinful lifestyle. I don't want to have to hear that I'm going to have to answer for how I'm living. So I'm just going to shut you out. I'm going to cancel your your social media. I'm going to cancel uh, your platform. I'm going to cancel your voice and I'm going to shut you down so that you don't tell me this anymore. Rather than change how I'm living, I would rather uh, rather live this sinful lifestyle and not have to answer for it. And that's what Herodias did. She sent her daughter in there. The Bible says the king was sorry. Nevertheless, for the oath's sake and those who sat with him at supper, he commanded it to be given to her. So King Herod didn't really want to, uh, didn't really want to do it. He was, uh, upset that this was the case, but, it was something that he had made a promise. He had made an oath in the celebration, in the birthday party. He made this oath, and it was something that he had to follow through on. He said, if I am if I don't follow through on this, I'm going to be embarrassed uh, in front of all these people because I made this oath. And so, ended up, John the Baptist got his head cut off, and John the Baptist was silenced. And that is the goal of... of <laughs> All this leftist ideology is to cancel true believers, to cancel Christians from telling the truth. Because John the Baptist, when he was preaching, he would preach the message, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, for uh, for God's kingdom is here, it's coming, and judgment is coming. Repent. Uh, you know, we need to be screaming the same message in this day and time that we're living, but people don't want to hear that they have to repent for their sinful lifestyle. They don't want to have to hear that they are going to give an account for how they've lived their lives. And that is what makes people so mad. The Bible tells us that the gospel is a rock of offense. The Bible tells us that people are going to hate us 
for Jesus's sake, because we're connected with him, because we're connected to his name. And so we can't be upset um, about the way that they act, but we've got to stand up to this cancel culture and get the message of the gospel out there. We've got to figure out different means. If you know what, if they shut us down on one place, we'll go to another place. We're still going to preach the gospel. So my message in saying all of this today is to let you know that cancel culture is happening. It is taking place, uh, first of all. And second of all, uh, there are a lot of people who have been affected by it, and we cannot stop doing what we know to do. We can't stop preaching. We can't stop sharing the message of Jesus Christ. Just like this situation with Sean Foyt on Friday, he got the right help. He got the right lawyers. He had his followers get a hold of this company. And the company was so inundated with comments and messages and uh, phone calls, just everything, that they had to shut down their commenting on some social media sites. You could not comment on their pictures because people were going back weeks and months and asking what's going on here with this album. They were upset. And as long as we lay down and take it, as long as we lay down and we are okay with this cancel culture. We will continue to be victims of it. But if we stand up and we fight back, we're going to see the tide turn on some of these things. We have to stand up and we have to fight back. We, we absolutely have to. And we can do that in different ways. We can get a hold of companies, absolutely. We can stand up to companies, absolutely. Big tech is one of the the craziest, uh, you know, it's not even an organization that you can go to. It's a collection of organizations. It's a collection of social media sites. It's a collection of all sorts of uh different news outlets and and media companies it's a collection big tech but they censor conservative voices because of the gospel message that they do not want people to hear and we've got to stand up to these things and that does mean that we need to call that does mean that we need to message that does mean that we need to comment and whatever we can do in the natural but it also means that we need to pray we need to hit our knees and we need to pray for God's favor, for God's direction as to where to fight and how to fight um, and what to do in these situations. We've got to stand up to the, so the big tech, the social media companies, and we've also got to know that this is going to continue to happen. The more we get close to the return of Jesus, the, the closer we get to the tribulation, we're going to see these things happen because the devil does not want the gospel message getting out there freely. The devil just wants to squelch it and wants to shut it down. He wants to cancel the gospel message. He wants to cancel conservative voices that disagree with his sinful, uh, sinful worldly ways. So we've got to stand up to the companies. We've also got to be prepared sometimes to look for alternatives to the way that we have been doing things 
If they take you down off of one social media site, go to the next one. If they take you down off of one station, go to the next one. If they take you down off of one platform, go to the next one. But get the gospel message out however we need to do. If we have to go back to pamphlets and tracts and handing stuff out on the street corner, that's what we have to do. Listen, I know that it's inconvenient sometimes, but the gospel message has not stopped for over 2,000 years. And we've got to continue to get the message out because people need to hear. Whether people get mad, whether people scream, whether people cuss, whether they get upset. Listen, we have taken so much uh, flack at church for some of the things that we've stood for and other things that we've stood against, but it doesn't make it any less right. In fact, the more stirred up you get these people who are trying to cancel uh, cancel the truth and cancel conservative voices, the more stirred up they are at you, the more angry they are at you, that's probably a good indicator that you're on the right track and doing the right thing. So we've got to begin to stand up. We've got to begin to know that these things are going to happen. And just like Herod, uh, you know, silenced John the Baptist, they're going to try to silence us because they don't want to hear that message that they need to repent and that they need to be saved. And today I want to encourage you to speak the truth, no matter what the cost, speak the truth, get the truth out there. Uh, We don't have a long time and we don't know how long we're going to all be able to operate and tell the truth on social media. We don't know how long we're going to be able to operate and tell the truth in different arenas, but we have to use every method and every means possible to do so. And we've got to begin to put it out there. So if you haven't told somebody about Jesus in a while, you haven't told somebody that he's coming back. You haven't told somebody that they need to be saved and they need to repent. I would encourage you to do that. ASAP begin to tell people about the Lord and begin to tell people, listen, you need to be saved. There is a way that seems right to the right to man and the end thereof is death we cannot we cannot live according to our own feelings we cannot live according to our own thoughts we have got to live according to the word of god and people need to know that that they're not going to just get away with it however they feel they can get mad they can scream they can kick but guess what it does not make it any less truth the truth is real It is Jesus Christ. It is that people need to trust him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And he is the only way to heaven. He is the only door. He is the only way to the Father. So we've got to go through that door. We we don't get to make up the rules. We don't get to make up how we feel uh, it should go. We don't get to figure it out how we feel like we should all be able to get to heaven. It doesn't work that way. We have been told, though, how it does work. And when we spread the gospel message and when we let people know that that's how it works, then the weight is off of us. We don't get to tell people, listen, you can follow Buddha, you can follow Allah, you can follow all these other deities and and you can still make it to heaven. You can find your own way. No, no, no. There is but one way. And his name is Jesus Christ. And that is the message that's trying to be silenced. That is the message that they want to shut down. But that same message is the one that everybody needs to hear. So we've got to get to work. And we've got to work harder. 
We've got to work around the cancellations. We've got to work around the ways that they try to silence us. And we've got to get the message out because one of these days it's going to be too late. And the ones who have tried to cancel the message of Jesus, the ones who have tried to cancel the message of the gospel are going to be the ones who needed to hear it most. So today I encourage you, tell somebody about the Lord. Let somebody know Jesus saves, he's real, and he loves them very much. And today I want to tell you that Jesus does love you. He died on a cross for you. He's so real. And if you'll just trust him, if you'll just give him your heart, if you'll just reach out to him, he is going to give you eternal life, life with him in heaven forever. There is an alternative and it's called hell. And that's one of the reasons that people are getting canceled right now because they're telling the truth that there's a heaven, but yes, there's also a hell. And people who do not believe on Jesus Christ will go to hell. It's a scary place. It's a dark place. It's a place of eternal fire, torment. And you don't want to go there. But Jesus has offered us a way of escape. He came and he died on a cross and took all of our wrongdoing, all of our sin upon himself so that we could be forgiven. So today I want to ask you, if you don't know Jesus, it's the most important thing you could ever do. You say, how do I know him? Well, it's a really a relationship and it's really a journey and it involves prayer and it involves reading your Bible It involves walking and trusting in him daily, minute by minute, every single day. And you can start that relationship just with a prayer, inviting him in. I'm going to pray a prayer that will help you do that right now. And if you'd like to accept Jesus, you can do that by praying along with me. Just repeat after me. Say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I know that I'm a sinner. And I believe Jesus is your son, that he died on the cross, and that he rose again. I believe his blood has the power to cleanse me from all sin. So I ask you to wash me, cleanse me today, and forgive me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, and help me to live for you every single day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the very first time, or if you've prayed it many times before or something like it, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to tell you more about Jesus and how you can continue on in your walk with him, this journey that you've begun today. Friends, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'm excited about the coming podcasts in the weeks ahead. And I know that God is going to continue to bless you. And I'm praying for you. I love you. Thank you so much for listening in today. Share this podcast today. Let somebody know what's going on and let somebody know about Jesus. It is more important now than it ever has been in all of our lives. God bless you. And I'll talk to you real soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Caleb Schaefer podcast. If you would like to connect with Caleb, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebschaefer.com. If you have been encouraged, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. Once again, we appreciate you listening to today's episode and may God bless you as you continue to walk with Him.